and gentlemen, my name is Jody Mayo, and you are listening to the Inside Street Photography Podcast. Today is September 6, 2023, and I come to you from beautiful Boston, Massachusetts, in the most controversial United States of America. Today, we're going to be talking about chimping. Do you, do you know what chimping is? Well, we're going to find out today because I just learned the other day there's a technical term for something I think many of us do. So, in the meantime, let's chill, get into the music. And I'll be right back. Come on, is there there anything better than a great blues tune? Seriously. Uh, I am a lover of the blues. I love acoustic blues. And uh, I hope you do too. But in any event, so I have a question for you. Uh, first, first of all, I hope you're all doing well. Very important. I hope you're doing well mentally, physically, mechanically, so we can move our arms and squat and do everything that we do as photographers on the streets. Uh, but I have a question for you. Do you find yourself taking photos while on the street and then constantly reviewing the photo you just took on your LCD screen? I think we're all guilty of that, unless you're incredibly regimented and you just don't do that. So there's a term for that, and I and I learned about this the other day. It's called chimping, and it refers to the practice of immediately reviewing your photos on the camera's LCD screen after taking a shot. And it's so tempting because in this world of instant gratification, it, it, it's an opportunity for us to see, okay, I took a photo, what does it look like? But the only problem is, and and this happens to me all the time, I miss out on other shots. Sometimes I'm I'm, I'm in the zone and I'm taking photos. All of a sudden, I'll go and review the photo. Now, mind you, I, I am conscious of the fact that I do this and I try not to. In that moment that you think... Things have died down. Okay, I took a few photos and uh, nothing else is going to pop up in front of me. The second you go look at your LCD screen, you look up, you just missed a great shot. So very, very important. So it's it's about missing great moments, you know, because street photography often relies on capturing fleeting and spontaneous moments. If you're constantly checking your LCD screen, you're going to miss out on what's going on in front of you. Or within your peripheral vision, oftentimes, how many times do we turn around and suddenly we see something, you just turn turn around instantly and you take a shot? If you're not able to do that, it's a problem. The other thing too is, uh, you know, when you're reviewing your LCD screen and then you, you, you really got to get yourself back into uh, photography mode, you know, looking through your viewfinder or unless you, you know, you're viewing stuff on your LCD, that takes time, a few seconds that are lost. You know, then on the other hand, you you know, we probably have a loss of connection as well, you know, with our subjects and the environment, because when you chimp, uh, you lose that connection with what you're doing because suddenly you're, it's almost like you have a little mini computer screen and you're just as guilty as somebody, you know, looking at their phone, you know, while you're out on the streets, Uh, you know, and an interesting thing, this is a perspective that I had heard was that, um, People on the street may become self-conscious or uncomfortable uh, because they're they're noticing that you're you're taking photos of them and then looking at them. I think that psychologically it affects the people who surround us while doing street photography. Does that make sense? You know. And the other part of it too, it's uh, it's sort of this distracted focus. It takes your your attention away from what you're doing. 
And we all know that when you're in that zone and uh, you know, you're really paying attention to your settings, the light that we have, uh, trying to create something new, perhaps there's a, uh, an environment that you've never really uh, uh, photographed in. You know, I, I have um, uh, Luca Parizzi uh, of Piacenza, Italy. He's in, um, in Porto, in uh, Portugal this week. And he, uh, he and I were chatting the other day, and um, actually yesterday, and he had mentioned that the weather is just horrendous. It's just dull and there's not much for contrast. And, you know, he's in a position right now where he really, really, really needs to focus on sort of working with what he has. And I'm sure, and Luca, I would love to talk to you about this when you return, uh, but, you know, given you don't have those ideal conditions, do you find yourself constantly checking the LCD screen and saying, oh, was I able to get something worthwhile? And, and, and oftentimes, too, you really can't tell the quality of the photo through looking at your LCD screen. You know, you get back home, uh, you load US, your SD card, and suddenly you're like, oh, goodness, I, I didn't expect this particular one to, to come out as well as it did. Or the one that you thought was really good is really garbage. And sometimes I even look at them and I'll say, ah, the resolution wasn't where I needed to be. But then it's just the fact that your LCD screen stinks, you know? So, and then ultimately it comes down to wasted time. If you're out there and you have a limited time, just get out there and shoot. Give yourself, if you're gonna shoot for an hour, shoot for an hour. And one interesting thing about doing a podcast like this is the fact that when I talk about this stuff, it reinforces me to do the right thing as well. It's, it's one of those things like when you're teaching something to someone, uh, it's the best way of learning and reinforcing some of the tenets of, uh, in this case, street photography that would help me when I'm out there. So every time I go out, I'm going to say, well, you know, I, I, I spoke about this on my podcast. You know, it's really, really important. Let's change the song up. Oh, yeah. This is the blues I like. A country, down in the delta kind of blues. Let's, let's listen to this for a second, and we'll, we'll continue with the chimping conversation. This is going to be a pretty short uh, podcast. You know, I'll have some that are 20 minutes, maybe some that are 10, but ultimately just little nuggets of information to help you along your street photography journey. I'll be right back. So good. So tonight I actually have a gig. I'm going to play at a restaurant, and uh, uh, th those are two hours that I absolutely love. It's such a wonderful crowd. So I've always equated uh, my music to my photography because both uh, require me to improvise. And ultimately, how well I do really comes down to the energy of, of the crowd. And this particular place that I that I, I play there every single month, this. This month I play there twice. Uh, usually it's just once a month. Uh, the people are wonderful. They're into the music. We've all become friends. Uh, there's a back and forth and people sing along with me and it's just absolutely wonderful. And it's similar to being on the street, right? If, you, if you're walking your street photography beat and, uh, and suddenly you, know, you come across people that are in a good mood or you find yourself you're in the zone and people are accepting of you, being out on the street, and a lot of that has to do with body language. I mean, there are people out there, I'm very interactive when I'm playing guitar and singing, and I really welcome people into the experience. And, uh, you know, 
I also am one of those musicians, I, I never play the same song twice the same way. I'm always changing it up and always experimenting in my head. And that's the way street photography is. So anyways, excited to, uh, to do that tonight. And uh, maybe someday I'll, I'll play some music for you on this podcast. But anyway, so, so back to chimping. Um, another issue becomes if you're limited on, uh, on battery power, it drains your battery every time you're looking at the LCD screen. So don't do that. You know, I, I have five batteries that I, I don't carry all of them with me. It all, all depends on if I'm traveling, I carry all five of my, my Z batteries for my Sony. Uh, but otherwise, for the most part, I have one in the uh, camera and I have one in my bag just in case. And uh, I think that's ideal for me. I mean, if I know I'm only going out for a few hours, there's no way I'm going to go through two batteries unless it's just a nasty, hot or cold day and I can't control um, how quickly the battery drains because of temperature issues. So um, so the other part of it too is also when you're checking the LCD and all that, I think part of it, uh, you need to start trusting your skills. All right, just understand that if you know what aperture you should be at, you know your shutter speed, uh, you know your angles, just go with that and, and don't worry about reviewing. You know, it, it all comes down to understanding your camera's settings. Again, exposure, composition, uh, trust your abilities, and that's it. You don't need to get that validation from the LCD screen every time, you know? And then ultimately, review later. When you get back home, um, that's your moment to upload, call your photos, and, uh, and, and go through that process. And that becomes its own process, which is very exciting, you know? And again, the... If you focus on the photography, on the technique, on doing things the right way, it's going to be wonderful once you get back to your computer. Because there's nothing better than finding a photo and saying, oh, this is, it's, it's perfectly exposed. It's exactly what I want it to be. It takes 30 seconds to edit because you might have to just straighten it out a bit. Maybe one of the sliders up and down a bit and suddenly, ah, this is it. And it's on Instagram in three seconds or on Facebook, or wherever you post your photos. It's very important. So just, you know, review later. Um, so while chimping can be a useful tool in photography, chimp later, all right? <laughs> Do it at home. Uh, you need to be mindful uh, of its drawbacks in street photography. And if you want to become a, a better street photographer, uh, you get to minimize how often you do that. You really do. Uh, every single time I have done it, I have missed out on something. You know, so instead of coming home with, uh, you know, 400 photos of which maybe 10% can make the cut, maybe you, you come home with 15% uh, uh, that can make the cut because you didn't forfeit those moments of chimping uh, for um, uh, or moments of taking other photos for taking the time to review. So anyways, I hope this helps. And uh, I got some good feedback on my last podcast. You know, I was pretty intense in that podcast and uh, definitely a different voice. Uh, definitely, you get you got a sense for my strength and my convictions and, you know, how I feel about certain things. Uh, but I think that's important. As I, as I try to develop a voice for this podcast, it's really important for me to, to talk about some lighthearted stuff and, you know, something like this, something, this is, this is a, very, um, uh, a very simple topic that we just talked about. And, uh, but, you know, between something this simple 
talking about something so poignant as what I did last uh, last episode, and then having interviews with people and getting their perspective. Hopefully, this turns into a, a pretty well-rounded podcast that you'll enjoy listening to. But uh, I did get a response from two folks, and they said they they, they liked the style of the of, of the last episode, and uh, I like that. I actually believe it or not, I ended up listening to which I always do before I post it. And I said, when I, when I was done recording, I was second guessing myself and saying, oh goodness, was that a little bit too intense? But then I listened to it and said, you know what? This is me. This is me. And ultimately it's important for me to make sure that my podcasts reflect who I am. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. I'm an intense person. I believe in the, in the strength of my own convictions. And, uh, you know, when we get a little bit deeper into some subject matter, I'm going to tell you how I feel about stuff. But I'm also welcoming of how other people feel about things. So that's it. We're done. 13 minutes or so. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, Let's uh, listen uh, to some more blues and I'll be back in a few days. Ciao. Hasta la vista. Tschüss. Au revoir. And all that good stuff. Bye bye.